Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Stock Market Wrap-Up with the Armor Report. I'm Brett Rosenthal, the founder of this YouTube channel and our website, armorreport.com. Armor stands for Algorithmic Risk Management Research, and what I do is I share with you information off of our trading desk, information I use to manage my own personal capital. I've been doing this over 30 years, and I created the Armor Report for individuals running their own money, which I commend you for taking that step, but I think you recognize it's a monumental task. And so if you appreciate the value of information and you're interested in learning how to generate that information on your own, then the Armor Report is just for you. I want to welcome one of our newest and youngest subscribers to the show tonight, Levi Rosenthal, nice to see you, my friend. Glad you're here. Um, I'm a proud papa. (laughs) Um, Okay, what are we going to talk about tonight? We are going to, um, as always, every night now, starting in 2021, I started it last week, but really um, it's for this year. I want to share with you all what we've done on our trading desk during the day with Armor subscribers, Armor insiders, I call them. We're going to talk about the market what we're looking at, things that happen, and go over some of our day trading techniques to help you learn how to use volume-weighted average price and mean reversion when it comes to day trading or simply positioning a stock right. You know, we like to say, this is an old adage, I didn't make this up, but you make your money in the market when you buy a stock, not when you sell it. So the key is buying right, doing it close to your stop, making sure the reward's worth the risk, and doing that over and over again. So probabilities are in your favor. That's what I'm trying to help you. Um, that's the process that I'm trying to share with you. It's the Armour Investing Way. So the Armour Investing Way really is a three-stage process. We start by building our whiteboard. That's fundamental information. We're going to talk about some of the names on our whiteboard tonight. You know, then we, our second stage is to use um, proprietary algorithms on the trading desk here to help us execute to know when to commit capital to the market and when to take it out of the market. For the last two weeks, we've been raising cash. We had a nice cash position coming into the today. Uh, today. Last week, we were building hedges in the portfolio, and I spoke to you guys about that last week. And so today, when a lot of people were running around with you know, like chickens with their head cut off, you know, we're very um, kind of relaxed on the trading desk of the Armour Report. We expected volatility. We're prepared for the volatility. It allows us to dictate to the market and the market not dictate to us. That's our job. And that's the second stage of what we do in the armor investing way, using algorithms to help us execute and get rid of the emotion, get rid of the ego that can really trip you up when you're trading and investing. And of course, the third stage is using stop losses, right? So where do you put the stops in? when you initially put a position on principal protection stops and where do you put it in once you started making money, what's your trail stops. Those are the three stages of the armor investing way that I go over with you um, on the weekends at 1130 every Saturday. And now what we're going to do is every night. So let's dive in. If you have any questions at the end, I'll get to them. We're going to make this a lot um, quicker than I do on a Saturday. Just want to hit on some topics about today's action. Oh, oops. Sorry. So if you enjoy this, give me a thumbs up. That always helps. You could subscribe down here to the um, YouTube uh, channel or the armorreport.com if you 
think it's right for you. ARMRreport.com. All right, let's take a look at the market averages to see what really happened today. And did it change anything in our picture? So we've been trading this Andrews fork all the way up. Those of you who are new, it's just this is a Andrews fork is a simple technical tool to help you kind of gauge where you are on the market uptrend. Right. So right down here when the market bottomed, you can see these green arrows are the risk monitor telling us when to commit capital and how to commit it. So the armor report. Armor insiders can access this on a daily basis, although it doesn't change every day, as you can see. These arrows I put on the screen for you, the red, the green, the yellow, to let you know what the risk monitor is telling us. Okay, so last year, February, we got um, out of the market really right at the top on the 24th. Risk monitor went red. Risk monitor goes green down here right near the low. Okay, and it was really a unique year last year. It's not always like that. We picked the top and the bottom. It's not like that. In fact, guys, let's start by um, realigning our expectations, Okay. Last year was a unique and strange year, and it created massive alpha, and that's great, but not every year is going to be like that, okay? So the armor report and the algorithms we use are, are, are probability algorithms. They're not guarantees what's going to happen next. We're not picking tops and bottoms. We're reading and reacting to the market, and we're going to err on the side of protecting capital. And then what we do is capture alpha. And so what happened here is we protected capital up here. Nobody knew the market was going to drop 40% in a month and a half, all right? But we had all the algorithms telling us to go to cash up here. That's why we did market plummeted. We stepped up here. It wasn't a hard decision to make. Market was already down 40% and we had a huge alpha. Put capital to work. That was pretty easy, that call, even though emotionally it felt difficult. And then here we are right now. Let's fast forward to back here was the last time we had a risk on entry point and the market's been grinding higher ever since for the last couple of months. And we're on risk monitor yellow, which means we're managing risk now, raising stops, raising cash where we need to, rotating back into other ideas. So what I want to share with you is, you know, where are we raising uh, cash? What type of chart patterns are we doing? Let's take a look at CrowdStrike. Okay. Now there's no real reason if you're a longer term investor necessarily to sell this, right? It looks great. We've captured major upside, right? So today the stock violates the 14 day moving average. It's a very aggressive average to use as a trailed stop. You can use the 25 or the 50, depending on the type of investor you want to be. But what you must understand when it comes to armor portfolios, it's a reflection of how I like to manage my own personal capital. It's not for everybody. So I like to say the armor report is a guide. Everything you do in your portfolio, you need to make your own choices. You need to look at your own risk tolerance. You would never take something I say and then just go do it. You need to use the information and see how it affects your own process and see if it can improve your process. Okay. So some people are going to say there's no reason to sell CrowdStrike. Absolutely. The stock can reverse and skyrocket by the end of the week. All right. But for me, I captured enough upside there. I've had enough in names like this. And what I'd like to do is reverse names back. I, I, want, to, I want to rotate capital into chart patterns where I'm buying first stage bases or or second stage tests of the 50-day moving average. 
When we bought CrowdStrike, it was in here near the 50-day. It had a huge run. Okay? Um, so what does it look like when we buy right? It looks like this. Okay? Last week, we were telling everybody, and Armor Insiders are aware of this, we were buying shares of GDX. And when I say GDX, it could be any gold stock you want, all right? Any silver stock you want. The fact is, last week, we were putting money to work in these stocks. So when they gap out this morning, we've earned the right to take more risk. If we choose, we could put more money to work. But we're already making money when they go up. SILJ, same thing. We were buying it in here. Okay, this was a high tight pennant. It broke out. GDXJ. I'm sharing this with you because the object, buying it right here on this day. Armor insiders are familiar with this, okay? Our job, as I see it, is to buy as close to the stop as possible. The reason is the best trades, the best investments, never challenge the low of the day you buy them. If you buy right, if you're chasing, the low of the day you bought, the LODB stop will kill you because you'll get whipped around and it won't make you any money. All right. But if you're disciplined and you buy right, tight to the base, and of course we use algorithms to tell us when to put the capital to work, when, it's, when is it ripe to put a trade on, that's where we put it in. When is it ripe to take an investment, that's where it was. Okay. We get paid immediately. That's called alpha. The market's down big today. We're making money today. Okay, here's another idea that looks interesting. Now, of course, it could be skewed by what's happening with the vote tonight. But here's MJ. Tight to the base, right above the 50, the 200, the 100-day moving average. Your stop is obvious. If it stays above these lows, you ride the stock. If it blows out, you have your entry point. And you have earned the right to take more risk if it pops up in here. You can add other names. So what we're thinking of doing and what we've been doing is rotating out of some of these stocks from last year that were high-flying names that we made money on, right? Over the last week or so, right? We, wrote, we rotated out of data dog up here, right? So as it's breaking down, we're already gone from that trade. Do I still like the idea? Yeah, absolutely. It's on my whiteboard. I'd love to own it again. Not the right time. Not the right time for it. So I'm always going to err on the side of protecting capital, and I'm going to take positions out with raised stops and rotate capital back into a new idea. Here's an idea on the whiteboard I like. AT&T. I have not added this to portfolios yet, but boy, am I close. That, that a 6% yield? The stock trading, breaking out of a downward sloping wedge? Uh, you know, what's the risk reward there? You're going to tell me, you're going you're gonna to wax poetic about all the reasons why this company's terrible and blah, blah, blah. Okay, you may be right, and then the stock will be trading at 40 by the end of the year, and you would have picked up 6% yield, and obviously everything you're telling me Everybody already knew. And so there was something else driving the stock. I don't know. Okay. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I know what AT&T is going to do, whether they do it right or they don't do it right. What I am going to say is the reward to risk is right. If it takes out below a two days ago, I'm gone. 
I'm out. But if for some reason management finally gets it right in the year 2021 and the stock breaks out, we'll have a perfect entry point. These are the type of trades that I'm looking for. Okay, these are the type of entry points I want. And so what I'm trying to do now is rotate capital out of stocks that are way overextended and into positions that are just coming out of bases. Well, here's an idea. You don't like AT&T? But there, there's Advanced Micro. Okay, that's a nice base. I had a great day. The market was down huge. The stock was up on the day. I was surprised. I'll be happy to buy that base. I just want to buy something in a tight base near a stop that makes sense to me. Those are the things that I'm looking for. Am I already going over time here? Not yet, but let's wrap up here. I want to get some of your questions and make this a shorter evening. So a couple quick thoughts. We talked about last week and really the week before that the time to buy insurance is when nobody thinks you need insurance, right? So today with the market down big, our puts are paying off, right? We talked about puts on small cap index, triple Qs. If you're an armor insider, we were talking about calls on volatility. These were all ways to put a hedge into a portfolio. So days like today are profitable days instead of you know, days that shake your confidence. So what do you do with those trades now? I mean, you can take them off whenever you want. You can book a profit whenever you want. What I'm doing with them shouldn't make a difference to you, right? The point is put those hedges on and you'll get more opportunities throughout the year that are like this. Put the hedges on when no one thinks you need a hedge, right? And when you have huge profits in your portfolio, And nobody cares about hedging. That's the time to hedge. And of course, it paid off this week. Um, let's just drill down into a couple of um, day trades so you can see how we execute during the day. Now, you know, for the first two hours of every day, what I do is I share my screen with Armor subscribers, Armor Insiders, so they can see how we commit capital, whether it's a day trade or whether we're trying to find our way in to some of our favorite names on our whiteboard, right? We have a whiteboard with our, all the names we track, all the names we're doing research on, and then we elevate some to what we call top of the whiteboard, which are technically ready to move. And I update that constantly for Armor Insiders. And also I cut out a segment this year of what I consider to be top shelf whiteboard names, names I really don't want to miss. They might not be ready yet, but I'm going to eyeball them constantly during the year and look to take every algo entry point because I really think fundamentally they're the places to be. So Armor Insiders, I know you've looked at it before, but don't forget to check that section of the whiteboard out, okay? Because that's really where I'm focused. And I'm doing some new work today. Armor Insiders know what I'm talking about. I want to thank Eras for this idea because it's brilliant. It's a great way for us to play in the electronic vehicle space. Really, I think it's a really smart way to do it. So we're doing research there. We might put that all the way into the top shelf of our whiteboard. Uh, anyway, so take a look real quick, and then I'll get to your questions. Let's go over a couple of trades here. Um, in fact, let's go over AMD. This was a great opportunity. And this is how we use um, the volume-weighted average price. For those of you who are new to day trading or executing um, using VWAP, the volume-weighted average price which is this black uh, dotted line. It's reflected by this black dotted line is in my opinion, the real price of the stock and everything above it and below it 
is a fake price. That's the best way to explain it. The volume weighted average price is where big institutions are executing most of their orders. And so it's everybody else who drives the price above or below in the midst of greed or fear. But the real price is here. Okay, that's kind of how I look at it. And so what I look for in the morning is a price. Now, right here, this is a three-minute chart. The blue bars are uh, every three minutes. The, the price was higher than the previous bar, right? And the red bars, magenta, whatever you want to call them, are, are down bars, obviously. You're looking at a graphic representation of an armor algorithm that I call the Price Movement Profiler, PMP, okay? Um, it's based on volume-weighted average price that we've infused with volatility components, we have standard deviations above and below uh, VWAP, and we use average true range high and low, again, infused with volatility. So all of these basic tools you can find in, uh, you know, like a trade station platform or any platform, really, it's going to be a bit different. I mean, we're using a proprietary algorithm, but you could come up with something that will help you execute better if you use these tools, I think. So anyway, um, in the, uh, this morning, what we talked about this morning Market opens, we're looking for stocks that are trading above the prior day's VWAP. So this line right here is where, you know, the demarcation point, right? This was Friday's close or Thursday's close, and this is today. So we close the day, the prior day, prior day's trading, above VWAP. We gap up. So today's VWAP's above yesterday's VWAP. The minute the price goes above top day VWAP, which is really right here at 942, but you could probably say 945 if you want to be safe. That's where you put the trade on, okay? The close of that bar is 93. Stock rips right through its ATR high of the day. We probably would have booked a little profit as it went through that. And then you're looking for a three-bar reversal before you exit, and that would have really been here, back down below VWAP. I mean, with the, at the very least, a couple different places where I exit. Number one, I exit some of the ATR. Number two, I exit some on a three-bar reversal or a breakdown below the first standard deviation above the VWAP. You can see that happen right here at 1048. And I definitely execute here when I have a trailed stop. So I'm going to trail the last piece underneath the VWAP. And when it takes out the VWAP, I'm gone for sure. And of course, the market just imploded and, and so did AMD. That was a profitable trade right there on a very ugly day. How about light? Here's a good example. Same story. Okay. Look at light. Closes on a VWAP. Gaps up the next morning above VWAP. What's the bar? 945. These things all kind of happen at once. Close there is 96 and change. You know, it hits a high somewhere up here of, you know, 98. Here's the ATR is trading right around um, 97 and change. Here's the three-bar reversal, and this is classic three-bar reversal. And this three-bar reversal takes you below the VWAP. So that's the, that trade's dead right there. It trades over. And, of course, it never goes higher the rest of the day. How about um, let's take a look at um, just wrap up with MJ. This was an interesting trade. I'm sharing with you trades now. I don't, I don't necessarily take every trade. I'm just showing you how this works. And so um, let, me, let me just talk to you guys for a minute. Armor Insiders, this is, this is directed at you, but everybody, so you understand what we're doing. Every morning we come in, I have stocks that I'm focused on that I'm trading from my own personal account. 
But they don't have to be your stocks. So what I'm trying to do is share with you VWAP trading because it's just an eye-opener for me when I learned how to do this. So best if you're an Armour Insider and you're, you're watching what I'm doing, it's best for you to ask me and say, hey, what about this stock right now? And I'll just throw it up on the screen so you can see it. You'll see exactly these charts. You'll see where the VWAP is, how far away you are from the VWAP. Is there a VWAP trigger? Okay. And I'll just help you. You can take a look at where the ATR is, where you might want to exit, and we'll work through it like that. So there's many stocks I'm looking at. I can't trade everything, right? And I don't even want to. I'm trading the ones I really care about. The way I like to do it is to trade the names that are at the top of my whiteboard. I like to trade the names that are the top shelf of my whiteboard. Because what may happen is I'll put a trade on that skyrockets and I might hold it overnight and turn it into a position. And I just bought it perfect, right? It's always more fun to go to sleep at night with a profit in the portfolio so you know your principal is, you know, has a cushion, all right? So tomorrow, Armor Insider, let's, let's, let's do that more. You know, you guys have been watching for a while now. You can throw out an idea. What do you think of this? And we'll just put it on the screen and take a peek together. Anyway, another perfect example. Closed below VWAP the prior day on, on MJ. Gapped up. Guess what bar closes above VWAP? 9.45. And I love when there's unis- like um, a move like that when everything happens at the same time period. It's a little bit crazy, but it proves that there's, you know, like, honestly, algorithmic trading going on. There's an algo that's triggered and everything's being bought at once. And those are usually the best trades, not one-off trades. So they all triggered at 9.45 today. Boom, boom, boom. Here's the ATR. So I would have booked some here, right? And here's the first three-bar reversal. And notice how that literally top-ticked MJ. Okay? One, two, three. That's it. Trade just ended. And it also closed below the first standard deviation above the VWAP. Trade's over. Okay, and then we'll just wrap up with CGC and I'll get to your questions. And it's pretty much the same type of pattern. Here it is, gapped up. And then look at that. I mean, holy smokes, what a great <laughs> 942 bars, the bar you would have bought. Okay, the close there is 25 bucks and it literally didn't, it didn't have a down bar until Shoot, I mean, 10.15 from 9.42, and it went from, what's the close of that bar? It's 23.25.30 up to, let's say, a close there of 26.94. That's a sweet trade. Of course, I would have sold some right here as it goes through the ATR. You say, why do I do that? Because this thing skyrocketed. I don't know it's going to keep skyrocketing. I always book something at the ATR. I don't care if it's 20%, 25%, 30%. I don't care. I'm not greedy. Bulls and bears make money. Pigs get slaughtered. I, there's so many times that it'll hit that price, reverse it, go down, that I'm always taking some. This one just kept on ripping. And the first three-bar reversal comes in here, although, honestly, it's kind of a minor three-bar reversal. But the problem here is it's a three-bar reversal. Each close is lower than the previous low. And it's a, a close below, clearly, the first standard deviation above the VWAP. So the trade's over right there. And then, of course, you'd have a, I would have a trailed stop below the VWAP at the last piece. So I'd be taken out right here, probably on that bar right there, certainly on the next bar. Okay. So anyway, that's how we VWAP trade in the morning. 
We do up the first two hours of trading. You can see, though, uh, most of our day trades occur in the first, I don't know, 15 minutes. And we're done by 11, 11.30 most of the time. Right, man, usually we're done by 10.30. And that was on a day where the market got destroyed. So you can capture upside early, raise your stops, wall off your risk, book some profit. You know, are there days we walk into a brick wall? Absolutely. Put trades on, they immediately go down. But let me show you something. Please notice, every one of these trades I shared with you, the low of the bar we were buying was never violated. It wasn't even close to a violation. The very next bar was a skyrocket. Every trade we, I just showed you. So what's the stop? The low of the bar we're buying or the low of the previous bar. Because, you, you know, the bar closes and you buy the next bar. So low of the previous bar sometimes. Okay? So the risk is manageable and the reward is enormous. And that's how we like to execute. All right, let's get to some questions before we wrap up. Festeroso, Happy New Year. Back up the truck. Crowd hits 192. I missed PAS. No pullback in sight. Um, all right, let's look at a couple of uh, chart patterns. So first of all, let's just say that I, I like CrowdStrike, okay? I'm just rotating some capital and booking some profits. I don't like how the market's behaving, and so it makes me want to book profits on a trade like that. This whole thing could build a cup and handle up here, a pennant up here. I don't know. I could be back in this stock at some point. But for now, I'm just stepping aside. You say 192. I don't know. I mean, to me, the 50-day moving average is down here at 170. I'm not sure what 192 is. Oh, is that the? Well, that's 189. So I use exponential moving averages. That looks like 189 to me. That would be the 25-day moving average. But I generally never buy a falling knife. All right. So I look for locations that touch, and then I need proof that the selling's over and the buying's coming back in. So I typically buy weakness in the midst of strength. That's CrowdStrike, strength. So now I'm looking for weakness, right? But I like top day strength. So I don't just buy a stock that's imploding because it hits a price. I want to see it hit my price that I think is right. And let's be honest, we don't know if it's right. I don't care what algorithm you're using. We don't know. We don't know when the selling's over. So we have to see something that happens. So when it hits a location, then I need to see, for me, I use algorithms that show me the move is coming back in. At least they show me the probabilities of that happening are increased. And then I'll put a trade on. Pan American, totally love this uh, stock. We talked about it last week. There was the pennant, right? Here was the move. Like really last week right here is the day to buy it. Okay. And it popped out today. Um. You know, if you own GDX, GDXJ, SILJ, okay, and this thing pops out today, you're allowed to add a little bit. You're allowed to add a little bit because you've earned the right to take the risk because all the other positions are up big today, right? And what you're going to have to use, you could use a low of today as your stop if, that, if you want to be really tight, or you're going to use the low of the uh, 30th as your stop. And so if that stop is too far away for you, what you want to do is adjust your position size to manage your risk, okay? Adi Doc, can't wait to have you back as an insider, my friend. And by the way, you don't have to be online all day with us. Don't forget, this is for you, Adi Doc, but also for all you watching. 
The armor report was originally designed to update at the end of every day so you could execute the following morning. Honestly, I didn't have a Slack room when I started. And I, and I think the value, what I'm trying to share with you is information, both fundamental and algorithmic execution information. It's called quantamental investing is what I like to call it, okay? It's the combination of the two that creates alpha, and it doesn't have to be traded on a day trading basis. It's about managing risk correctly, okay? And so, you know, I guess at the end of the day, the value is the direction the algorithms are taking, the direction we're going with the portfolio, and then taking that information and making it your own. So it's really not designed for day trading, but I started a day trading channel because a lot of insiders asked. Anyway, okay, um, BB. Any more questions, guys? Load them up. Otherwise, we're going to sign off at the end of this. So Blackberry's come all the way back down and closed the gap in here. So we're going to get another shot at it. Um, glad you asked me about that. I'm going to put it on my list to do some work on tomorrow because of where the stock is trading and see if I have an interest in owning it again. And when I say again, I, I owned it decades ago. I haven't owned it since. Um, Festeroso, I appreciate that question. You're writing asking about, you know, could I uh, manage capital for you? Um, that's really not what this is designed to do, okay? The Armour Report is designed to help you manage your own assets, okay? I designed the Armour Report for individuals who've taken on that task. It's a monumental task. I respect you for doing it. Okay, and what I'm going to do is share our information flow with you so you can execute on your own. Okay, so um, those are my thoughts for you on that. Do I mean, I, let's move on. Um, Gilead, let's see. Curious, what does Gilead look like? Oh, that's an interesting idea. You know, what you have to do is ring all of the owners out that owned it because of a possible cure for COVID. And once you're done with that, there's a gem inside this company paying a nice dividend. So I'm going to have to do some more work on that again and see where we're at in the low at 60 bucks. You know, but what we really need, the problem is this whole thing is caught up in remdesivir. And, and so it's just killed the idea. Saber, I hope you're oh, fine. Uh, when I look at AMV right now, I see a head and shoulders forming. Any thoughts, please? Hmm. Let's take a look. You know, technical analysis is always in the eye of the beholder. Are you are you talking about a reverse head and shoulders? I don't I don't see what the head and shoulders is. A head and shoulders forming, starting from November third. Wow, I just don't I don't see that at all. I don't I don't see that at all. That to me looks like a nice consolidation pattern. One, two, three, kind of four up and out, consolidating right on top of the breakout. I don't see that at all. But you know, it's like beauty, it's in the eye of the beholder when it comes to technical analysis. What happens to the dollar if the Dems win? Well, there's a chart of the dollar right now. Right, so we have a reverse head and shoulder breakdown, which looks god awful. Um, 
I don't think anything happens immediately. You know, it's already in a decline. We already have ridiculous spending. We have all kinds of massive stimulus, you know, so there'll be knee-jerk reactions. You know, we had a great day at Alpha today. I'm going to leave you with this note. It doesn't make me go to bed comfortable tonight. You know, I'm not sure I'll get a lot of sleep because, number one, it's the beginning of the year. There's a lot of crazy moves that happen. So you, you might think you're making money, and then the whole thing is gone by Friday. The market might look like it's going to collapse, and then it'll be up on Friday, and it'll be a weekly candle. So a lot of craziness. Um, precious metals and cannabis were moving today in advance of what looks like possibly a Democrat victory. Um, who knows that that trade will continue? People might sell on the news. I, I don't know. But, you know, things happen at a snail's pace when it comes to politics. Even if we get this time around a Republican Senate, two years from now, that could flip again. And how much damage can be done? I mean, everybody always, let me leave you with this thought, okay? This is, this is, my, this is my favorite. I'll leave you with this thought, and we're going to say goodnight when it comes to politics. I knew people when President Obama was elected who told me they're going to have to leave the country. He's going to ruin the country. Liberal Democrats are a disaster. They're going to bring socialism to this country. I better start looking for places to move my money. Okay. Well, that didn't happen. And Obama was there for eight years. Didn't ruin the country. Right. And then I had people literally, I mean, people close to me telling me, oh, my God, Trump got elected. The whole country's doomed. I have to, I have to move to Costa Rica. Right. And none of them moved to Costa Rica and nothing happened to the country, okay? Everybody's going to be fine. So, you know, politics can get everybody worked up and everybody excited, but at the end of the day, it moves, it moves at a snail's pace when it comes to real change that ruins the country. You know? Obama was going to ruin the country, so we had the Tea Party show up on the Republican side. Then Trump was going to ruin the country, so we have, you know, whatever you want to call those crazy people on the left that are, that are in the government. You see what I'm saying? So don't get caught up in that. Let's just manage our capital and let's move forward and, you know, read and react to the market and not get too emotionally spent about one side or the other. Okay? Those are my thoughts. All right, last question, Quail Hollow. Do you see PMs running for a while? Boy, I hope so, man. I hope so, but I'll be honest with you. I'm not, I'm not sleeping soundly tonight. This is just day one of a breakout that could do exactly what it did the last time, right here. Look like it was breaking out, reversed and imploded. So we have to use the low of today as a stop, okay? It looked like it happened on big volume, which was great. So maybe volume's going to come in. I I think the metals are going a lot higher. It's why we have big exposure to metals right now. Okay. We literally have the maximum exposure that I'm willing to have in a portfolio at this time in these ETFs and some of these, you know, big names that we're looking at that we're adding to portfolios. But I mean, look at that. Look at the setup. Perfect on big volume. Okay. That's wheat and precious metals. But um, how, how long is it going to go? 
I don't want to make a prediction, you know, because the minute I predict and the thing reverses tomorrow, it becomes very difficult for me to execute correctly and exit because my ego gets in the way. And I say, well, I told Stephen that this is the beginning of a huge move. So why don't we give it another day? You know, and then I lose more money. So I think it's right. We executed correctly last week. So we had a big update today. Let's just see where this plays out. You know, if we can see an acceleration off of this point, that's more than one day that lasts for a week. You know, a weekly candle is more important than a daily move. If that can happen, then I'll start to get a little more comfortable. I'll see all you guys on the flip side, armor insides. I'll see you tomorrow early, 830 for our morning meeting. Have a great night, everybody.